0: Here's a proverb for you a man does not know when he is well off it is only when he is poor that he remembers the days of plenty hi friends this proverb is from kenya bold beautiful kenya kenya is possibly one of the more popular african countries with the safaris and the swahili language possibly the setting of lion king and being home to part of the maasai tribe but obviously there is much more to kenya than all of that
1: Yep, there is food. Obviously, there's more than food, but since this podcast is about food, Mm -hmm. we're going Mm -hmm. to say there is food. And the food we tried here is beef pilau, which is a rice, potato, and a beef dish.
0: Kenya sits in East Africa and is bordered by Tanzania to the south, Uganda to the west, South Sudan to the northwest, Ethiopia to the north, Somalia to the east, and the Indian Ocean to the southeast. It has a population of about 47 million people, and the capital city is Nairobi. It was once a British colony, and so English is one of the official languages. The other official language is Swahili, and is also the national language. But there are over 70 languages spoken in Kenya.
1: I have mixed feelings about Kenya because I really want to visit. It's one of the countries I would really love to visit in Africa. But I low-key hate on Kenya because... And this is not Kenya's... Anybody who's Kenyan, we apologize. This is not your fault. But because Kenya has the safari and the lion king and all of that stuff, those of us who come from countries that don't have that kind of vegetation are
0: subjected to that stereotype. Oh, like you guys have safari and lions. Yeah,
1: they're like, oh, lions. And I'm like, we do not... We don't have not a single lion do we So you're have.
0: taking out your own trauma? I
1: can't no, because people will be like and it's funny, every time someone said, Oh, you're Nigerian, it was always I've been to Kenya and I'm like, Well, that's that's great for you. I'm happy you've been to Kenya, but that's not as nothing. Not to even, to do it's with not what even I said. the same part of like, the continent. <laughs> no, it's not even like where in the west this is in the east, the vegetation is different. Like, Oh different. hi, you're
0: African, you're Nigerian, right? Oh, I've been to
1: Kenya, it's so scary. Like, like I haven't I, been there, it would be nice. Tell me more. Do you know your neighbor from five streets down? How will I know your friend from Kenya? <laughs> like, I don't... <laughs> it's, it's so uh, hard. you I'm very burnt. So Kenya, please, this is not your fault. It's just we're suffering for the beauty you guys, of your
0: country. Yes, yeah, you're just beautiful and popular, so... And
1: everybody's <laughs> taking it out on us. It was even like a... I won't say which airline, but it was an issue a couple years ago where the US played Ghana in a game. And I think they had the Statue of Liberty and then they had a giraffe and they were like, oh, the US victory over... Ghana, and people are like, there is no giraffe in Ghana. Like,
0: <laughs> oh my, oh my! So, guys, word. please, if you, are, how if, much do they pay somebody to make such a huge mistake? I
1: don't know. I just want to tell you this: if you are guilty of this kind of thing, up until now we, we forgive you, but now you know better. Please don't meet an African person and go, "Oh, do you know my friend from Kenya?" or ask them if they've seen a lion. The first lion I saw was in a zoo in London. I've not seen a lion. There's nothing wrong with seeing lions and safaris are beautiful. But don't just assume because <laughs> if you assume, I'll go and take it out on a poor Kenyan person and be like, see the problems you're causing. for us.
0: <laughs> It's not their fault, you know, uh, Kenyans have done a very good job of tourism and marketing. Mm-hmm. That, that's actually pretty fantastic. Oh, it is.
1: It is. Anyway, let's get back to our podcast. I'm done (laughs) ranting. Okay, you good? Yes, thank
0: you. You good? You good Got it out. I got it out. Okay. There's a long history of trade between East Africa and India, as well as East Africa and the Arab world. Because of this, the food in Kenya has indigenous African, Arabic, and Indian flavors. Nice mix. Yeah. So, before we get into the good stuff, which is the food stuff, you can support this show by virtually buying us a cup of coffee shopping through our affiliates, or even sponsoring the ingredients on an episode. So yeah, check that out on our website or blog using the link in the show notes or on our social media pages. Now, on to the good stuff. So in Kenya, you can find different types of stews, seafood, vegetables, and meat. First, there is nyama choma. This is grilled meat that could be goats, beef, or chicken. You can also find mutura, which is grilled, spicy, and flavorful blood sausage. You know, that blood sausage is actually pretty popular.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think even... The first time I heard of it, though, was even outside of the content. I think in the UK. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people eat blood sausage. I don't, oh, I don't yeah. really know what it is, though, but...
0: It's sausage with blood mixed into it. Oh. Well, Legit, then. yeah.
1: Right, okay.
0: Yeah, I heard it. I heard it's pretty tasty. I haven't tried it, but I heard it's pretty tasty. And from what I read, Kenyan's... Have one of the best ones because unlike you know some other ones, theirs actually have all those flavors and spices inside, so it mm-hmm. kind of mm, it gets you. Interesting. Anyway, you can also find Ugali, and this is a staple dish made with maize meal and hot water stirred into a stiff porridge. Think of something similar to fufu or banku. You can often eat it with sukumawiki. Sukamal wiki is made from coloured greens, onions, and tomatoes. And just heading back to fufu real quick. If you haven't tried it yet, there was a whole trend going on between late December, early January, twenty twenty one of people trying out fufu for the first time. Oh yeah, it's pretty interesting. Check it out on I think it was TikTok and social media. But so if you are someone who is outside the continent or you have never tried it before and you want to see. People's live reaction to tasting it, because for us we're used to it, so we kind of know what it tastes like. But if you wanted to get that visual reaction and see um how people felt about it, then
1: yeah. Um, just to add to something that Yami had said about ugali, when we say it's like fufu, we're not referring to the taste or really even the texture. Is more of the appearance
0: mm-hmm. because
1: it's, this one is maize. It's not like cassava or anything like that mm-hmm. and to be perfectly honest this is an aside but i'm not sure if i've actually had fufu like proper traditional
0: fufu i, I have the ingredients at home it's yeah. here yeah. okay well you can make it yourself you don't want me. no
1: i'm okay thanks wow okay. because i've had like plantain fufu and all but the actual fermented cassava fufu not so much mm-hmm. anyhow going back to the kind of food you can find in kenya one major one that i have loved from the day i tried it is mm-hmm. chapati
0: mm-hmm.
1: chapati is a flatbread And I don't know how to describe the goodness of it. It's very thin. It's kind of flaky. It's slightly sweet. It's just, it's so beautiful. The first time I had it, I was like, what is this? And ever since then, whenever I went to, they probably got tired of me. If I went to someone's house and the person was my friend who was Kenyan or Tanzanian, I'd be like, please, is that chapati? And then one day my friend was like, you cannot just go to somebody's house. And because the person is Kenyan or from Tanzania, you expect to see chapati. Stop it. It's rude. So, anyway, I'm not beyond begging, guys. If you want to send us some chapati, I'll I'll take it. Thanks.
0: I've never tried it, so
1: I'll take it too, I guess. Oh, it's so seems good. to be in love. Oh, I love chapati. Janet, if you're listening, please make me chapati and send to me. Thank you. Wow.
0: She's begging on air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep anyway.
1: um Anyway, apart from chapati, you can find kupaka. Kupaka is like a coconut curry sauce, there's also kachumbari that's a salad it makes me think of a salsa actually it's tomatoes onions cilantro lemon juice green chilies and then you have a stewed green plantain called matoke um you have snacks like bajia which is a deep fried potato snack and i think the bajia might be one of those things where the influence might be from asia um yeah and then you also have samosas which also have links to india kaimati, which are sweet dumplings and then mandazi Mandazi is a coconut and cardamom donut that we talked about in our first special. So have a listen to that if you haven't yet. It's called Coffee and Donuts. And you can find more information about Kenyan cuisine on the blog. These are just a few examples. Uh-huh. Um, one of the things I did want to mention, though, was you talked about the history between East Africa and India. Um, I don't know about you, but I find that moving out of Africa introduced me to a lot of other Africans, and I learned a bunch of things. Yeah. So one of them was the concept that... Um, there were people of Indian descent mm-hmm. who could who could trace generations back to East Africa as well as South Africa. But I remember I had a friend um, who was from Kenya, but by descent he was Indian and when I say like he he's, he lived there, his parents lived there so he identified as Kenyan and I was like, well that makes no sense because you're not black. And he was like, well, my whole family like there's a, there's a large community of people who can trace generations back to living in Kenya. Do you know, with me and my other friend, with our typical arrogance and ignorance, first year Nigerians coming to a different country with our chests held high, we're like, "No, you're actually not Kenyan. We don't know anything about Kenya, but wow. we, as Africans, we're telling you, you are Indian." Are he you was- serious? <laughs> and then he was so sweet. We eventually became friends, and I learned things and learned to keep my tongue in check until
0: I- <laughs> until you did your own until research. I gained sense. <laughs> You know, there are sometimes where you see someone who looks Caucasian and they speak, and you get taken aback for a second. Just, it, can, it can be jarring.
1: It, it was like I was very, I was very, you know, confused
0: yeah. and arrogant about
1: it. So I had to bite my tongue. Yeah. So moving on to a featured dish, mm-hmm. it is called pilau. As we said, you make pilau with rice and potatoes and a special blend of spices called pilau masala. This is different from garam masala. So the pilau masala has cumin, cardamom, cinnamon, cloves, and black peppercorns. You can buy the pilau masala or you can make your own following a recipe. The pilau recipe that we use also had a recipe for the masala. So I went with that and made it from scratch. Mm -hmm. One of the things that happened when I was making the pilau masala was that um, the recipe asks you to take these whole spices, the cumin, cardamom, cinnamon, cloves, and black peppercorns. You take them whole you toast them and then you blend them right now i also had fennel in the pantry mm-hmm. and fennel and cumin look almost identical so i I'd actually brought out oh Yummy's is giving me the side eye because <laughs> this has happened many times before i almost brought out the fennel and used that instead of cumin and then i noticed at the last minute yay <laughs> <laughs> she was like I dare you to say you used the
0: wrong spice. I, 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 I actually gave her dead <laughs> stares just now. I was no,
1: like, no, I used the right one. So anyhow, you have your pilau masala. You have your rice, potatoes, pre-cooked beef. So however it is that you want your beef to taste like you cook it on the side. You have garlic, onions, salt, some hot water, and again, your masala. Now, the... Recipe I used stated that garlic is optional, but she really liked it and so she used it. And I like garlic too, so I used it. So to make the masala, the pilau, sorry, you chop the onions and then you fry the onions on low heat until they are brown. Now this is the most important part of making your pilau because a big chunk of the color is going to come from the onions. And you want to make sure that your onions are brown, but not burnt. So you actually have to watch it very carefully while you're cooking it you continue to cook it carefully on low heat until it turns brown and this could take a while i'm not gonna lie after 10 minutes i was tired so i turned up the heat um but if you're gonna do that you have to be even more conscientious and watching it to make sure it doesn't burn because you don't want your onions to burn now once the onions are browned you've kind of browned up the oil as well because i should have said you obviously you're going to use some oil to fry the onions um once the onions are browned you add in your potatoes and your garlic Put them in together and cook for about three to four minutes. Once that's done, you add your masala and a little bit of salt. The recipe I used didn't specify salt. I'm guessing it was left out by accident, but you do need some salt. Um, After you've added that and cooked it, then you add your beef and then you add your rice and then you add your water so that the rice can cook in 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 the sauce. Now, the ratio of rice to water that I used was one to two. So and then I think once once you've added the rice in and you cook till done it takes about 30 minutes to cook. So I would say the entire cooking time maybe about well it depends on how conscientious you are with your onions. It could take anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes. Okay. But well, a good chunk of that is you carefully browning your onions to make sure that it's fine. Now something to mention is um you might not be able to tell from the pictures but we did not peel off I did not peel off the potato skin and that's more because of the kind of potato I was using. If you're using regular russet potatoes or the regular potatoes where you peel off the skin, yes. But I use creamer potatoes um, because those are the only potatoes that people are allowed to eat in my house. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a reason behind that. But long story short, I use creamer potatoes. And creamer potatoes are small potatoes. Um, They are grown as a smaller variety and they don't need the skin peeled off. So that's why you might see that it looks like there's skin on it. So if you get regular russet potatoes, peel that.
0: Okay. Okay. So to describe what we're eating, it's brown looking rice with potatoes and meat sticking out. Lol. Like seriously, it's not it's not really made of brown rice. Did you
1: say lol?
0: Yes, I did. You I said did. okay, lol. I
1: said, I said, I said lol.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not made with brown rice. It you use regular rice, but the spices and the onions give it the brown color and coating. Not quite as brown as Kudekaris from our Djibouti episode, but not as red as Jollof rice, which is cooked in tomato sauce.
1: I mean, your your description is the best description that was ever described in description history. Are you done? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, what she said, that, that's what the rice
0: looks like. <laughs> I, how do you do this, this? Rice that looks brown. I don't know. <laughs> Did you like it though? Yeah, I don't know. It was nice, yeah. I have to confess that I had to add more salt okay. and
1: pepper. Why did you add pe- It's not. Okay. Why did you have to add, add pepper?
0: Okay. It, in fairness, I did it after the first bite. Okay. So I had the first bite to taste. And then I was like, this baby needs some salt and pepper. Mm. <laughs> and <then> I, <laughs> you gave me a huge bowl. How was I supposed to finish it? I <laughs> But after that, I was like, uh-huh. food has arrived. Mm. Yes the spices themselves actually came together pretty nicely. Like mm-hmm. having the potatoes and rice, mm, not something I've tried before, you know, and okay. Confession number two, mm-hmm. after the first couple of bites, I actually separated the rice and potatoes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. You picked out the potatoes. Yes.
0: I, I shifted the potato to one side. <laughs> I shifted <laughs> the rice to one side. So I ate my rice and meats. Then I, put some meat in the potato put some meat in the rice. so you had two dishes basically uh, pretty much like okay. at first i had okay so i had my first bite and i was like okay this is nice i like the flavor i really would like some more salt and pepper i added that and then after a while i was like why does it still feel strange though i was like oh all right let me see what i was so I now started eating just the rice i'm like hmm, this rice is really nice so mmm <laughs> <laughs> and so I was, I was eating it I was not realizing that ah. so I was not I was subconsciously like shifting the potato I was not like ah, a potato that cannot come and waste and I was like eating <laughs> the potato
1: so I ate I ate beef pilau yummy ate rice and meat and then potatoes and meat
0: with salt and pepper with salt and pepper <laughs> <laughs> okay. it was It was good you know uh, I, I would I don't know like I still struggle with the idea of eating like rice and potatoes like so much Mm -hmm. you know but in terms of flavor it was really i think the onions themselves like it has that burnt onion okay i don't know if i'm the only one but i really enjoy eating burnt onions
1: it's i i can i don't do it but i can see it it's yeah so
0: if you've had onions burnt and you snack you've snacked on it before so that flavor actually kind of comes true and so, the food actually tastes, like, pretty nice. Like, especially with everything you add, it's just the burnt onion flavor, sharp. Can
1: you stop saying? Do you know I feel bad now? Because if the person who created this recipe that I borrowed it from here is you saying burnt, burnt, burnt. She He's, was very Okay, coy. brown. Brown. She said don't burn the onions.
0: Now, it looks Sorry, like I burnt Sorry, my the it's, not br- it's not burnt. It's <laughs> me. I said the taste of burnt onion is okay. what it reminded me. I'm not saying that you burnt the onions. Okay, my binu. Don't just be saying. angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah? How do you? What do you think, Yusef? Um...
1: I liked it. It was, it's, I think for me, again, this is where I have to encounter biases that I didn't think I had. Whenever I taste a certain combination of spices that usually involves cloves, cinnamon, cinnamon, cardamom, and it's not in a cake or a cookie or something baked. I'm a little taken aback. Um, so it's, And for someone in my mind that I thought, oh, I try everything, I enjoy everything. I really liked the dish.
0: Yeah, like it's it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. I think it's just
1: visually my head was, as I was adding the the masala in, my head was getting used to the concept of adding these spices in. Now, the difference is that Scudicaris also had tomatoes. Mm -hmm. And because Scudicaris had tomatoes, I could more visually understand that because to me, rice and tomatoes go together very well with jollof rice, with stew, with all kinds of sauces. But when I started seeing cloves, because I bake,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I started seeing cloves and all those other things, I was like, really? Okay. And I, I, I know at the back of my head, these are East African spices, right? East and yeah. North African spices. Um, that said, I I think I was like, it wasn't like I was hesitant. I was more a little concerned before I tried it. But then I tried it and I really, really liked it. Again, I refer to scutacaris because we used some of those dishes. And I liked, it was like a very earthy, I think it tastes out earthy, slightly spicy. Yeah. By spicy, I don't mean earth- hot. I yeah, think the Toasting, cloves.
0: toasting the cloves. Mm-hmm. So if you toast, um, yeah, toasting the cloves gave it that it was like mm-hmm. earthy mm-hmm. flavor. Almost and like earthy, but barbecuey, but not quite barbecuey, oh, barbecue-y. but like tasty. Another uh,
1: one that's strong because in the pilau masala, this the largest quantity, like the spice that features most prominently is cumin,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you could definitely taste the cumin come through in the rice. Um, yeah, well that's the thing If you ever tasted cumin powder The rice would make a lot of sense If I told you it has cumin in it Because that was like Wait, by cumin do you mean curry No cumin is a spice itself Just cumin Cumin is one of the features of a curry Because there's no such spice as curry Curry is actually a blend of spices What Yeah a curry has different spices Sometimes it has cumin Some It definitely has um, the yellow one That makes everything yellow Turmeric okay so now you've learned something new i did did. long
0: story i should like i should like share and subscribe you should like share and subscribe because i learned something new (laughs) okay so that's all we have for you today you hope you've learned something new like i did stay kind be good maybe try some pilau and we will see you on the next episode when we come to you from southern africa goodbye
1: Thank you for listening. While the podcast airs every two weeks, we have a backlog of episodes just waiting for you to enjoy.
0: The show is a collaboration between Tunuka Media and 234 Pantry.
1: African in My Kitchen is produced by Tunuka Media and co-hosted with 234 Pantry. So while on Instagram, visit both Tunuka Media and 234 Pantry. With Tunuka Media, you'll find out about more shows produced which aren't necessarily food-related, while on 234 Pantry, you will get more food-related content.
0: For example, Tonuka Media also produces another show called Overlooked, which I host. All the links with the relevant information to connect with us are located in the show notes. Like, subscribe, and share within your community. We'd also really love for you to give the show a high rating wherever you enjoy your podcasts.